just heard the worst news ever, or just read the worst news ever. The Papa John's that delivers to our house is the one on New House Ferry. Oh, they're trash. Yeah. They are trash, man. The pizza might not even show up. Everything on New House Ferry is trash. <laughs> Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delicates Podcast. Today's date is July the 22nd. July the 22nd, we're on episode 70. Episode 70, we're on a, on a, a new trajectory on our way to 100. Still plan on getting there before Toy Detox. So, shout out to Brave. We're going to beat you. I think they had like 97. So, uh, how y'all been doing? It's been a week. This is going to be the, uh, I'm going to call it the fresh out the box edition of the Black Delicates as I am. <laughs> Surrounded by boxes, <laughs> but uh, you will hear more about that in my week in blackness. Um, but I got box wine, poppy. What's good, man? Yo, man. Ghetto Fina. What's good, B? You know, BK. I was building oh, all day, it was baby. <laughs> all day, baby. Done. You know how done. Bomber. Done. <laughs> got the Tim's on, son. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fresh back from New York. Yeah. So uh, both of us. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's right, both of y'all. Yeah, black delegate debauchery going down in NYC, son. Mm. <laughs> All right, Paul. So I'm gonna let you do it with your your weekend blackness first, man. So uh, just get right into it. Yo, man, I didn't do too much, man. I had to do a little travel. I was up in NYC. Uh, I missed ish. I tried to, I tried to, you know, send them a little friendly message, like, "Hey, yo, you, what, what, what day is you gonna be in New York? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there too, man. We can, you know, link and build." But you know, you know, of course, ish. You know, he knew how he is. He dodged you. Yeah, he, he's stunning on me. He's like, "Nah, man, I, I'm good, man. I don't, I don't need to see you. You know, I don't need you to take me around nowhere. I'm good. I'm, I'm just gonna chill out there." So. So yeah, man, did a little travel. Went to New York after Ish left. Uh, allegedly, I'm sure. I'm sure he was still there lounging somewhere in some some brownstone in Brooklyn, doing some wild stuff. Uh, <laughs> but you know, definitely asked around about him. I went to the Empire State Building. I said, "Yo, did y'all see you know a dude in a, in a lime green vocal tank top and some and some Tims walking around? You know, looting during the the blackout. I, I didn't hear any reports about it though. So you know, I'm happy to report that my man was not out here looting." Uh, but yeah, man. So went to New York for a few days. That wasn't really the thing I want to talk about, though. Bought a car this 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 week. Uh oh. So, so finally, finally. This dude say bullet. he ain't do nothing. Right. He ain't do nothing. Right. But he went to New went York to New and York bought a car. And bought a new whip. <laughs> Look, I went to New York for work, but bought. Been, been, you know, I've been telling y'all, I've been looking to buy the car. So bought the bought the wife a car, really for the wife. You know, for the family. Got the got the got the kid on the way. You know, we had the little small SUV. Mini van time. Mini van time. Man, look, I, look, minivan. It, that is a DOA in this house. That's, that's a no go. The wife is like, never, never catch me, catch me alive in a in a minivan. So that's never gonna happen. Tell her they they roll nice, man. They roll nice. Nah, they don't look man. good, but they do everything that you need. Yeah. But anyway, man. Yeah. So about the car, man. So you know, I'm, 
you, you don't have to call me Box Swan Poppy no more. You can call me a uh, Food Stamp Poppy because that's what I'm definitely gonna be on for the next few few years until I pay this thing off. But uh, but yeah, man, happy with my purchase right now. So what what y'all get, man? You got that new Lambo SUV? <laughs> you know, that limo just dropped. Oh and man, you got a Tesla. Time, you getting a new car? I've seen a picture of that. The the Urus. I wish, man. It's not awesome. We got, we got, the, we, we, you know, we got very economical, lame, you know, wash suburban. We got a Mazda CX nine out there. Oh, but it Mazda. looks pretty slick, man. It looks pretty slick. I haven't had a Mazda. My mom had a Mazda. When we were like little kids. We had like a little, I don't know, a little, little crappy hatchback. But I don't know, Mazda. They kind of looking nice, man. So anyway, you I, had the Mazda in college. Come on, no, that was not had it. Was man, hold on, that was, was accurate. Yeah, man. Don't, oh, don't, okay. No, man. Don't. My bad. Come on now. Come on now, don't it disrespect. Looked like, it looked like Inspector Gadget's car, though. Don't disrespect the Acura, man. Don't respect that little Acura. That, that go thing go Gadget through. car. <laughs> Barely go anywhere. <laughs> but, yo, man, so, yeah, it's nice, man. It's got all the kind of cool features. You know, the last car we bought was, like, 2011. So, you know, we, we every time I buy a car, I, just, I, I buy to own. I was I was debating leasing, but I I, I was like, man, I'm, I, I was thinking I'm going to get raped. So I was just like, man, let me buy this car. I'm probably going to have some regrets about that in a few days, but it's all good. But uh, it has all the, you know, the cool technology, man, like, you know, the, the lane assist and all that kind of like stuff. And, you know, so it's just kind of playing around with that, you know, the little navigation system. We, the last car didn't even have that. So, so yeah, all kind of like little new little toys in there. It's pretty cool. I'm, right now, I'm treating it real good. Wax this weekend. But I'm sure in a, you know, a week or two, I'll be eating Taco Bell. There'll be Taco Bell wrappers <laughs> in there and, you know, and kids crumbs and stuff like that. That's just how it goes with new cars, man. So, yeah, man. Yep. So, that's cool. Yeah, the Mazdas actually, you know, their SUV game, they done stepped it up over the past couple of years. So those like CR5, CR7, CR9, all of those are nice whips. And they're starting to um, design the cars to look like the SUVs too. They got the same design language. Yeah. So, yeah, the Mazdas are nice, man. I done, I done been in a couple of those. So, yeah, that's a, that should be a good whip. Yeah, the trick was trying to get the wife to to, to hop. She she's grudgingly on board. She definitely wants something bigger. I'm like, I'm not, yo, I'm not buying a Tahoe or something like that. I'm not, I, don't, I don't. That's just like too much car for me. But they she was tell like, you ride, man. Kia tell you ride. I, you know, I, I asked her. If she was interested in that. And that that uh, is it a Hyundai that kind of looks like the Telia, the new Telia ride, something like that. Yeah, anyway, Hyundai got one too. Kia Hyundai yeah. is the same company. Yeah, I, I, she was she was she was suspect, but she kept trying to push me to like a Tahoe or a Yukon. I was like, you, "You're high." I'm like, "I'm not spending that much money." Those man, things are expensive. But anyway, I'm happy with what I got. So, so that's it, man. I'm broke now. You know, broke five broke. Right. That's what's up. Yep. Yeah. So Ishmael, how broke are you after going to the most expensive city in the world? Sheesh. Man, yeah, definitely, definitely feeling those same broke vibes as Box Wine Poppy. Uh, yeah, we went to, me and the wife and I took a little trip, a little extended weekend vacay to uh, New York. Wife had never been. Um, so, got out there, had a little bit of drama uh, at the beginning. We were supposed to fly out there oh, Thursday, right. yeah. go Thursday through Monday, come back Monday. Thursday afternoon, all of a sudden I get a text, flight has been canceled. Mm. And, uh, matter of fact, the last time I... Um, well, not the last time I went out of town, but the time before that, going to Cali, flight was canceled like the night before. So, had a little drama there. It was actually, I think it was because it was storming real bad because they said it was a. Uh, um, yeah, it was storming real it hard. It was air traffic control that canceled it. It wasn't the airline. Oh. So, couldn't get out till Friday. Uh, so, just basically lost the bread on the Airbnb right there because, you know, I already paid for that. So then we decided since we couldn't get out Thursday, we would just stay an extra day till Tuesday. So 
Uh, trip was Friday through Tuesday instead of Monday through Thursday. But uh, had a good time, man. Had a good time out there in New York. Shout out to all the New Yorkers. Uh, wife and I made it through all the boroughs. We hit up. Uh, we stayed in Queens for most of the stay. Mm -hmm. uh, How was that? Night. It was cool. It was cool. Um, I will say, so the wife was not necessarily filling the Airbnb. Mm, and I it told was you. Because it was because 13 cameras up in there. of minor issues. And I'm going to tell you, if, if the Airbnb host listens to the Black Delegates podcast, I already left the review so he knows, but uh -oh. I'm going to tell you again, the biggest thing that was a problem is the bed was trash. Like the design, mm. the furniture was all new. The appliances were all new. Like everything was, was straight. But the bed, number one, it was like squeaky and wobbly. So <laughs> as soon as you get in it, luckily it wasn't uncomfortable. Like the mattress was cool. I thought you would like it like that. But I can't. As soon I can't as even. You I get yeah. in that mo. That mo like. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and then, and like I said, it was wobbly, so it wasn't well put together. And then what made it even worse is it had like a huge, a real high headboard, right? So the headboard goes up to, I don't know, almost six feet. That's crazy. But the air conditioner, you know, a lot of uh, New York apartments and stuff, they got the, you know, like the portable, well, not portable units, it's like a window unit, but not in a window. But they got those, they don't have central air. You got like a hotel air conditioner type of deal. So the air conditioner was behind the bed. So it's like I had literally had to stand on the bed, this wobbly, creaky bed, reach over this big old headboard to get down and adjust the <laughs> So mm -hmm. <laughs> that was trash. If the bed would have been solid, if it was a you know smaller headboard, a sturdier bed, I'd have been like, cool, five stars. Um, also, dude said somebody had stole his iron. There was no iron there. He said... There should have been one, so I guess somebody walked off with that joint. And no hand soap. Had to go buy some. Yo, hand yo, soap. So who's who's stealing? Who's stealing the iron on, no, from no. the Airbnb, man? Straight up, irons you can get for like three dollars everywhere. New out the box at Walmart. Hold, hold on now, but the question is, I don't know about the iron, but the question is, what was the washcloth situation for the Airbnb? <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring your own towels. The washcloth situation. Well, they had, well, the good thing about it, he had a washer and dryer there in the unit, you know what I'm saying? So um, he had towels and stuff. They had been freshly washed, whatever. So we was good to go. Plus the wife bought, uh, she bought the loofahs, the little baby loofahs. So we had washcloths, we had loofahs. We was good to go in that area. So um, anyway, yeah, Queens was cool. It was a little bit away from the subway, so we had to walk a little bit, or eventually mm -hmm. we started catching the bus to the train station and caught the train everywhere. The That's New York wild. subway is crazy. It's oh, yeah. Just trying to navigate through all those trains. Like, luckily, Google Maps and the MTA app, like, they tell you which trains to take, but it's still difficult just figuring out which entrance to go in, which direction you're supposed to be getting on, all of that. But uh, we took the train pretty much everywhere besides to and from the airport. That was straight. Uh, Paul, you talked about the blackout. Oh, yeah, in New that's York right. For the blackout. I didn't even realize it was a big deal. Like, we were on the subway, and they were saying certain stations were shut down because of a power outage. I'm just like, whatever. Let's run it a mill. 
But then, like, my pops text me, some other people from home, like, text me, like, are you good? You straight? I see it's a blackout. So I'm like, oh, this must be, be a, a big deal. Let me tell you what we were doing when the blackout happened. So I told you, Paul, we were going on the hip-hop tour, right? Gentrifying yeah. Brooklyn. I know you merely rocked out in front of Marcy houses. I know what you did, man. Nah, Nasty. Nah, the, the, the tour didn't go through Brooklyn. Uh, it went through the Bronx. It went through Harlem. Um, mainly those two areas. Went, I think it did, It might have dipped through a couple other areas, but didn't go to Brooklyn. Uh, that was a separate trip. But anyway, so we on this hip-hop tour. It's cool. They're showing us where – shout-out to Reggie Ridge, uh, the Crash Crew. He was one of the hosts on that OG. <laughs> Right, right. I told you. He said I had the, the eighth hit in hip hop history. So uh, shout Ridge out to Reggie Ridge. Ridge. Right. Then we got to go to like where the first hip hop party was with uh, DJ Cool Hurt. Cool Hurt. So yep. Big L got shot, went to the Apollo, went to all these different uh, places. They really took real you to where cool. Big L got shot. And then of course. Yeah, I mean, we were driving past it. And so he, you know, pointed it out. And, uh, I did, did you go by where Tupac got shot? <laughs> wasn't in New York, buddy. He did get shot in New that York. That was in New York. What are you that talking was the about? first time. He did get shot in New York. Oh, you're Not talking about, okay, I thought you were talking about in Vegas. I yeah. forgot about that other time. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get that one. He got shot too many but, places um, to keep talking about. Anyway, so the tour is winding down. <clears throat> they they driving the bus back, and there's, a, there's this other rapper uh, that was kind of helping lead. I don't know. I don't remember his name. But he's like, okay. He's like, I need some volunteers. He's like, we got to have a rap cipher. <laughs> Did you oh, get him? Yes. <laughs> this is my time to shine. I've been G waiting Fender. for this my whole life. <laughs> Spit bars in New York. So Reggie Ridge kicked it off first. You know, he had that old school 1984 flow. It was solid, but, you know. Then, they, uh, then the younger guy went. He, he did a nice job. Then there's, there's a little kid on there who went. And they passed the mic to your boy. And Uh-oh. I'm going to say, I, I gave a solid B plus. Mm. Like, even though it was a hip-hop tour, I wasn't expecting it. I just wasn't ready. So when he said it, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, I got to go. So I definitely killed everybody except maybe the younger rapper. Like, me and him might have been the same level. He probably beat me by a little bit. But everybody else I murdered. Well, it wasn't even a question. And so after we get off the hip-hop tour, that's when we got gonna, on I thought the you said he, he offered you a and contract. And talking about this power outage. I thought you was going to say he you offered you a contract and you turned it down. No, 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 no. But that's when we got on the train and we started hearing about this power outage. So I'm doing my calculations. I'm asking people, yo, how long ago did that power go out? And my determination is when I had the microphone <laughs> in my hand, the power went out in Manhattan. <laughs> So I'm sorry to all my New Yorkers. I spit the hot fire. I knocked the power out. My bad. Yo. <laughs> what did you rap? I didn't know what you rapped about. I didn't know what you rapped about. All right. <laughs> it was random. It was freestyle. It was all off the top. And it was since it was kids on the bus, I'm trying not to say oh, yeah. ratchet. You know, so you're trying mm-hmm. to be too cognizant. But it, it was cool. It, it was fun. Um, otherwise, like I said, we hit all the boroughs, Empire State Building, Walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, um, went to Harlem. It was, did you go? It was did you go to the Rucker? Make it to the Rucker. We did. the The hip hop tour actually took us to the Rucker. Oh so. yeah. Did that you bring sense. your basketball shorts? Yeah, it's right there by the shorts. Yeah. 
Nah, they had man the Rutgers like gentrified now too because they were even saying like mm. New Yorkers really don't just go play like you got to be in a league or you got to be like. They just don't let people play on there unless you go real late at night. Like you got to go 10, 11 at night when everything is kind of shut down. Otherwise, they got it like fenced off, locked off. Like they got a um, those little dividers, little line dividers. So you got to walk through and go through there. So, yeah, the Rutgers been gentrified. They had a, some games going on, but them cats look whack. So, yeah, it's right across from the Yankee so Stadium, really which is trash the out there. You said what? It's right across from Yankee Stadium, right? Isn't it? It's it's right there, right? Yankee Stadium. I think so. Um, I think it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is right there beside Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So, but yeah, shout out to New York, man. We had a we had a blast. So. Now, now hold on, but what now? What was the kind of the craziest thing? Like, I know we talked about a little bit about the the just the sheer humanity in the in Midtown and stuff like that, or was it the prices? What what, what was the thing that most like shocked you going up there? I just need to know this. Nothing really. I mean, I've been to New York before. I mean, going to Times Square, of course, like you say, it's just so many people. It's just like a ridiculous amount of people uh, walking up and down Manhattan. I mean, the power outage was probably the biggest thing because everybody was walking around looking crazy like, ah, what just happened? A lot of stores, like I said, once we got back to Manhattan, the power was back up, but a lot of the stores were still closed. Like we could tell it had just come back on. So a lot of stores were closed. People were looking, you know, crazy. Did you did you consider looting? Where you were like, oh, we're here for the looting. We can go get some electronics. I said, well, if maybe if it had been, you know, uh, twenty minutes later, we did go mm. up in Foot Locker the first night. You know, I could have came out with a bunch of kicks, or you know, but nah, nah, we gonna we gonna let New Yorkers have that. Any looting that was done was by the New Yorkers. I can't bring all that stuff back on the plane anyway. So just had to. Uh, Save the looting for oh. STL. Ghetto phenom was a suburban so. phenom. Decided not to participate. Good job. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Did you? Did you? Now, did you end up staying in Brooklyn one night or Bronx one night or no? No. Well, we stayed in Queens uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday we actually stayed in Lower Manhattan. So I just I went to a hotel. So like I said, the wife wasn't really feeling the bed and there was a time we tried to get on the Netflix and it was like you logged into too many accounts so we couldn't get in Netflix well I just put it up on my laptop but my wife was annoyed by all that so I was like alright I'm gonna just get a hotel so we stayed in a little boutique hotel in lower Manhattan that last night and that was actually really nice so um, so that was cool and shout out what is the name of that restaurant uh, I forget I had to look it up but we had this all the restaurants we went to were good and like we went to black owned spots but the miss lily's miss lily 78 this caribbean restaurant was super mm. hot fire anybody in new york if you ain't been to miss lily's go there it was fire man what was that at what part, what part of town uh the in one we went to was in lower manhattan but there's oh, okay. they got like three, three i think there's like three of them in the city in different spots now you didn't try any like uh, different ethnic foods in in Queens, man, because they got I know in a story, man, there's like there used to be some like dope like Greek restaurants, just you know stuff like that. You don't really get you know everywhere. You ain't try nothing like that. The wife really ain't the adventurous type when it comes to the food. Mm, like I'll, I'll try whatever she want to stick to the basics. So the first night we hit up a little, um, you know, like a local fish and chicken joint. 
Um, then we were doing a lot of soul food. And then that last night, like I said, I was kind of got burnt out on soul food because we were going to go to another place. I was like, man, let's like let's switch it up. So we found that uh, that seafood, that Caribbean place. And that, like I said, that was the best meal for me. But all the meals were good. Uh, but no, nah, we didn't we didn't really go into any Greek or any exotic type of food. We kept it simple. Yeah, those places, they, they, a lot of times they just like old, like run down looking Russian, but the food in there be fire. But, just, you know, it's just like you got to know, like, you know, it may be like, you know, you know, Mediterranean, you know, Moroccan food or Greek or like, you know, it's just, just some, some weird country you never heard of. But the food in there sometimes be fire, man. You just got to try it out. But I, I feel you, man. The, my wife ain't so, so adventurous on those things either, man. So I definitely feel you. Yeah, I did get, I, did, I am a little bit embarrassed. I do have to put my head down. I got to apologize to the Brown delegation because we had to pick up our key from like a deli, you know, like there's a little corner store, little, little hood supermarket slash deli. So that's where we picked up the key because a uh, Airbnb owner actually lives in Atlanta. So go there to pick up the key. Some Mexican dudes speaking all Spanish. You know, he couldn't understand English that well, but I got intimidated. I couldn't really go and try to speak Spanish. I did like a word here and there to make sure he understood. <laughs> but it was like, even though I understood what he was saying, I just didn't have the confidence to talk to a native New York Spanish you speaker off, man. in you Spanish. You fell off, man. You've been to the to the Mexican motherland, and you can't handle some New York Spanish? What? No. Man. Wow. I got nervous. I got you nervous, hit, man. You didn't hear with the Puerto Rican judo. That'll work. Like I said, I understood what he was saying, but it was like, I didn't want to be embarrassed. You know how if somebody who doesn't speak English comes up to you and asks you something and they got a real thick accent. Like, I didn't want to be that guy who's just butchering Spanish. So I was just like, uh, let me just say it in English. So Yo, he would have been impressed anyway, so man. He'd just myself. been impressed that you even tried and that you knew what you was talking about. Just get the, all you got to do is get the nouns Yo, right. Bobby. Get the nouns right. Get the verbs right. You good. You don't need like, to yo, papi, it's okay, it's okay, papi. I understand, papi, it's okay. I got your key here. Right. I just hit him with the, oh, gracias, si, entiendo. Like, that was about it. That's dope, so, man. That's, that's, that's real dope. Like, Ryan, what do you want? You Ryan, want to close it out? said you ain't never been to New York. Never you had a desire. My, my homie Mike said it's kind of the same thing. Don't really have a big desire. Man, you got to get to NYC at least once. It's not... It's not crazy, stupid, packed everywhere. Manhattan is like that. But in Queens and Brooklyn and Harlem, like, it's cool. You got space. Yo, I don't like so, being in, I don't like being in downtown St. Louis, let alone anywhere in New York. I don't, I don't want nobody touching me, man. Don't touch my shoulders, man. Give me some room. I ain't going to New York. <laughs> but, but, yo, as long as, man, as long, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, okay, if you walk around, like, lower Manhattan, you know, the, the financial district kind of in that area, which I'm sure Ish went to, and then and then Times Square, like, Times Square, I mean, it's something you want to check out once in your life, just say, like, hey, I went through there, but, like, right. it really is kind of trash, because it's, it's it's just it's just a mass humanity, and there's a lot, and it's just a lot of shopping, if that's not really your thing, and by the time you probably get to New York, you're like, man, I'm not, you know, I'm not just gonna, I'm not about to do it up like this and just buy a bunch of stuff at Foot Locker that costs a thousand, you know, a, 20% more and I could get it back home like no, nobody's gonna do that but you know there's idiots that do it every single day it's just it's just it's like okay take a couple pictures and then never go back to Times Square like man every time I go to New York I had nowadays I had to stay near Times Square but I never I never really go there it's just like man get that out of here it's, I don't even consider that like part of New York it's just like it's own little little area you know 
you get some again and you get hustled by like people trying to sell bootleg watches and crap like that i'm sure ish probably bought like hella stuff right there but never oh never <laughs> that it, it was one dude you know talking about rappers there was one dude you know came up like yo yo you know I had his CD, you know, cat still slinging CDs or whatever. So he had the CD, like, yo, what's, what's good, man? And so we walk in, I kind of stop, like, hey, what's going on? He just put the CD in my hand. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm thinking, you know, some people give you a little free mixtape or whatever to Ten, go listen to $10. So he put it in my hand. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, bro, you know, you, I oh, appreciate you the first one that stopped, man. You know, yeah, you oh, know, I got these, get you. these CDs. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get people to listen to my music. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll take one. Oh, wait, what's your name? What's your name? I'm like, oh, Ishmael, big ish, <laughs> yeah, big ish, man. Let me sign this for you. I'm going to sign this for you, big ish, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's not even a cost. You know, it's just whatever you want to donate, you know, what, whatever you want to give, you know, you got it. And me and my wife, we actually were rushing trying to Awkward. get to a hip-hop tour. So I was like, man, I was like, I don't, you know, I didn't want to pull out. I'm not about to pull out my wallet. I had some bread, but I'm not about to pull out my wallet right. and sort through, you know, these 20s. Right. I got $300 <laughs> in my pocket. I'm not about to sort through that. And Bro, right. I don't know why you was doing that. It's like, man, you I got zero cash ever. <laughs> right. Well, I usually don't. But for that trip, I'm like, I need to have some cash just nah, in case. Straight. But um, yeah. I'm not about to pull out my wallet in that situation. So I was like, bro, I'm like, you know what? I don't even got no cash. You know, he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he like snatched the really? CD wow. back up out mm-hmm. my hand. Like, no doubt. oh, oh, were you going to come back and see me? I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, get, like, get out of here. Like, that, like 50 said, yeah, if you're giving out like, CDs, how are people going to listen to it, man? Ain't nobody got no CD players no more. Like, what are you doing? Man, look, my right. my. Right. With the new car, my wife said that she was like, like we got like a couple of kid CDs. You know, she always put on repeat for the kid, and now she was like, "Well, you gonna put those CDs back in the in the CD, in the new car CD changer?" I'm like, "What CD changer? Ain't no ain't no CD changer in there. You better put all that stuff on iTunes, and that's it. And we gonna rock out like that. Had ain't got no CD that, changer no more. Rip that. Yeah, my car. Neither my last car didn't have a, a CD player. Word. My current one don't either. So that's. You know, that's going the way of uh, cassette tapes. When you see a CD player in cars now, it's like a cassette tape to us. Like, oh, what is this? Right, right. Facts. So, Big facts. what about you, Ryan? Though we done took up enough time talking about New York. Ryan done got some things going on back home in the STL. Keeping a few things, good. man. Like I told y'all in the intro. This is the fresh out the box edition of the Black Delegates podcast because, as I was saying last episode. I bought a house. I think I mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned it. Bought a new house. So, yes, yes. Congratulations. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I didn't say nothing about it. Congratulations, bro. Congratulations, bro. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, I got a chance to finally close on the house. It was, a, it was a bumpy road because my loan officer was tripping. So, that dude sucked. And, um, you know, everybody <laughs> else was doing what they supposed to do, I think. But not really because they wasn't really saying like, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do that. And I was kind of like, hey, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Did I do everything? And it was, I always felt like that throughout the process. So that was uh, a bit of a problem, too. But uh, yeah, yeah. But we finally got through that. Closed on the house uh, after multiple times of this dude being like, yeah, we're going to be able to close today. And we'd be like, all right, yeah, we gonna we got to took off work and everything. And then he'd be like, oh, we're not going to be able to close today. I'm like, dog, you gave me 30 minutes notice that we're not going to be able to do this, man. Like, come on. And then, you know, end up having to wait. And then he like, oh, we do it Thursday. Oh, no, I can't do it. With the, you know, we're waiting on underwriting. Oh, we're going to do it on Tuesday now again. And, uh, you know, the seller got got uh, kind of kind of uh, perturbed and I don't blame her. 
no fault of mine. See, I try to I try to step in and offer some assistance, but what 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 of course what the Black Ryan do? No, man, I don't, I don't no, need the Black Ryan. Because I ain't finna give you, I ain't finna give you my uh, my uh, my 1040s so that so that you could talk to me about the house, man. It's cool. I don't want you to know all my business. You already know I'm a Russian. <laughs> you already know I'm a Russian sleeper cell agent. I got all the That's info true. right here That's on my phone, true. baby. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I got the. I, I know your middle name. I know your mother's maiden name. I know the social. I got it all, baby. Yeah, you you use that face. Oh address, yeah, he already Paul, got my information. He, he got your information. Uh-huh. Look, I got you. I got you. I got. I got your face. I got. Look, you, you think that was some dude in St. Louis uh, buying your uh, buying gas for, off your credit card? Other day? That was me, dog. That was me. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about to. that on the podcast. I was a victim of uh, some credit card theft. Stole my, stole about uh, two hundred and forty something dollars off my card. You call it theft? I call it borrowing. <laughs> While I was watching, I got you back at the racetrack, a uh, gas station in Florida, buying it up. But anyway, we made it through. The devil just didn't want me to to be blessed. Always Florida, right, right, man. Crazy. And I got mine te- used yeah, twice. All in the, all the uh, swindlers live in Florida, so glad I didn't decide to move there. But uh, got the house, man. It's, it's it's wonderful. It's a blessing. We blessed. Uh, the move was a little rocky. We moved on Saturday, so that's why we still got our. Or not Saturday. We were supposed to move on Saturday, but guess what happened? Set this up literally a month ago with all my sons moving. Right, all my sons uh, has a lot of billboards here in St. Louis. Uh, they seem pretty popular by word of mouth because a lot of people be like, oh, you know, you, if you said, have you heard of all my sons moving? Everybody would say, yeah, we heard of them. Oh, my cousin used them or something, you know, whoever's moving. And, uh, yeah, so I thought I would just put them down because I knew them. They reputable. I just want them to hurry up, get this stuff done, get it done right. And then we'd be out. I ain't got to move a box. That's what I thought. Set it up for eight o'clock. They said they show up between eight and nine. So at about 9.15, I called and I was like, hey, uh, nobody's here yet. And dude was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, we were running a little behind, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. Maybe one of these mover dudes came in late. I get it because you're supposed to got, I asked for three movers. Um, he said, so we probably looking at, he's like, we're probably looking at about 11.30 after we gas up and, and get ready. So I was like, okay, no problem. You know, I got some other stuff I can do. So I ran over, got with the internet dude. He had to hook up the internet in a new house. He showed up when he was supposed to, knocked all that out. Then I looked up and I'm like, and it's 11.45. I was like, where does this dude at? Still not there. <laughs> so I called and I'm like, uh, you know, hey, this Ryan, I was calling again about that move and uh, hadn't heard anything. What's going on? And he was like, oh, yeah, I got a, uh, I got some movers right now. They're getting ready uh, to come out. They leaving the job they own now and they going to come and get you. You know, because I guess it seemed like he was acting like something happened with the movers that was supposed to come to my house in the first place. But he was going to send his second team when they was done with this first job they was doing. So I was like, OK, fine. Uh, you know what we looking at? And he's just like, you know, they probably he's like, we right around, um, you know, we close to noon. So they're going to have to gas up again and they probably going to get something to eat. So it'll probably be a couple hours. So I'm like, all right, man, at this point, I'm getting perturbed, mm-hmm. getting a little, little frustrated because I'm like, right. you're eating into my day. Like, cause now, now I'm wasting time cause I was supposed to be packing this stuff and maybe even be unpacking a lot of it so I could be ready for, uh, you know, Sunday. I still got to go to church and all that kind of stuff and get ready for the week. So waited again and it was about one thirty, one forty. Hadn't heard nothing. So I'm like, uh, called this dude back and I was like, Hey man, I was like, this is Ryan again. I start start talking black at this point. I'm like, dog, like where are y'all at? Like what what are we doing right now? And he's like, uh he's like, Yeah, man, uh, 
He's like, I'm, I'm trying to get to you. You know, we having some problems. I don't, I don't know what's going on. They're supposed to be finishing up this job, but it's taking longer than it's supposed to. And y'all, Saturday here in St. Louis, it was blazing like 100 degrees for like three, four days in a row. No. And so I'm worried. Like, here. man, it's so hot outside. I don't want these dudes moving my stuff at the end of the day when they tired, dehydrated. They're going to be going slow as a mug. Like y'all, y'all, I'm paying y'all about an hour. Like I need you to be fresh at 8 a.m. in the morning. I want to be your first job in the morning. So I'm worried about it. I talk to the wife and I'm like, hey, I don't know how this gonna go, but you know, I'm gonna have to, I might have to nix this deal because I I gotta pull the card that I'm gonna nix the deal to even see if he can if he hurry up and get it done. But if he don't, then I'm gonna have to go through with it because that's how it works. So. She was like, yeah, you know, we don't want to do that, but, you know, we need to get moved. And I'm like, I know, so I can't really, you know, when, when you when you moving, they got you. Because you most times you can't say, oh, we'll just do it another day. Like, stuff is moving. You know, you got every cog in the, in the machine is moving. I got other people coming. I got uh, the uh, Molly maid or whatever coming to clean the house, blah, blah, blah. Because I said I wasn't going to do none of that stuff this time. Look. Look at this no, ball. I, I saved up for this play. I saved up. I saved up. I saved up for this. The who, flex is real. We, we, we got to have a competition who had the no. best flex week, man. No. Look at this. Right. I, I got to up my game. Got to up yeah, my this, stories. Go to the I bought, flex. I, uh, look, I buy a car. This man buys a house and got the maids. And he just sitting back kicking like, hey, you hurry up and get here and move this stuff for me. And you you, you Mexican ladies, you clean this up from not be here Mexican. and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I bet they not. <laughs> right. Guatemala, yeah, so they supposed to come. It's actually pretty cheap to have them clean out the empty house. So, you know, it's worth your time. So, uh, where was I at? Um, yeah, call the dude back. I, I talked to the wife. She said, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. But, you know, we still got to get moved. So I don't think we really got a choice. They kind of got us uh, between a rock and a hard place. So I'm like, okay. So in the meantime, my mama called me and she's like, hey, how the move going? I was like, they ain't here yet. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they ain't here yet. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And she was like, did you put down a deposit? I'm like, yeah, I got a deposit. And she's like, oh, I hope they don't try to keep your deposit if you if you uh, nix the deal. And I'm like, well, I don't think they can because they not showing up. I held up my end of the bargain. So I was like, but I'm going to call them and see. And so right. I got off the phone. I called. Uh, I looked through Yelp real quick. I called one of the companies because I like their reviews. Everybody seemed like they was on the up and up. So shout out to ABC Quality Moving. And storage they was dope um saved my behind i called her she's just like yeah um she said i normally i'll be able to get somebody out today um because she's like that's real messed up how they doing you like that because you know when you got somebody you got to move you got to move and i'm like yeah and so uh she said that she had two big jobs that day so they was gonna probably be on there until late in the evening so she couldn't do it um so she was like but i can get you early in the morning and it was like quarter till two and she's like but i'm leaving at two so she was like, I need to know by then because I have to call in another crew because we don't normally work on Sundays. And I was like, OK, hold on a second. Or well, I was like, uh, let me call you right back. And I said, I'll let you know either way. So I called dude and I was like, hey, man, uh, what's I said, is it a problem that for you to uh, refund my deposit? Because I put down the money already. Y'all ain't showing up. I got to get moved. I got I got life to live and y'all holding me up. I was like, now nah, I got to figure out where my family going to sleep tonight. And how they going to sleep because I took all the beds apart. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no problem, no problem. I'll refund you. And I, he's like, matter of fact, I'll type it up right now. i just hit the button and it'll be coming back to you, you know, in two or three days, however long it takes to clear the bank account. So thank God, man. But uh, 
the little kids, uh, little Avery and Trenton was like, oh, you know, we we gonna have to, we won't get to sleep at the new house, huh? And I was like, no, we sleeping at the new house. I was like, we got, we got some <laughs> mattresses. We didn't, we didn't pay this down payment. Like we sleeping at the new house. I don't care if we all sleeping on the hardwood floors. We'll be all right. It's gonna be fun while we camping out in the living room with nothing in the house. So I was like, we gonna do it. So uh, yeah. Sleep in the minivan. No, we're not sleeping outside. We're sleeping in the house <laughs> that we paid for. <laughs> so we did do that. I broke out the uh, the air mattresses. I decided I was like, you know what? The look, the kids, they little mattresses are fit in the back of the van. See, van, Paul, everything you need, bro. Less of the cost. Look, fam, look, I, look, man. I, I, I've had those struggle days. I am not. <laughs> no, I'm talking about just bringing. Like look, I'm man, talking about just bringing the walls. bringing the mattresses to the to the house. So put them both in the back. We we rolled over. I put them on their oh. floors. They still got to sleep in their rooms. We slept in our rooms. Two air mattresses. Uh, Kayla had one down here, and we good. So uh, everything worked out. Mover showed up the next day. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, they was cool though, <laughs> real cool dudes. I gotta make sure I get them a good review so uh, they can get that kickback. Mm, yeah, you, you, you ain't found all the stuff they I stole. Yet. <laughs> They, uh, you know, it, at one point I was just like, all right, man, like, what are we doing? What are we doing right now? It's like, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all inching up on a, on a, a long time. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's like, you on a budget? I was like, bro, we always on a budget. I was like, who, who ain't on a budget? <laughs> look at, look at my, hey, I didn't tell him, I was like, who ain't on a budget, man? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. And he's like, so we're going to hustle up. He's like, I'll be done, we'll be done in 30 minutes. So then they start hustling. I'm like, dang, I should have said that like two hours ago. <laughs> but yeah they put it in after that and i was just like hey we finna form this chain from the truck you hand me the box i'll take it in and we just did it like that like he was getting the box i was getting the box and i was just like put it there put it in the living room i'll sort it as long as it ain't heavy we good so uh yeah thought you wasn't doing no work man thought hey you once you creep it up that. on a certain price now you like all right man we gotta get this done <laughs> so that's what i did yeah, we we definitely having a, a cheap off here, man. Like between all three of us, we could we could do this one day. Just have a, hey, a cheap off. Hey, cheap. it wasn't none cheap around, about man. that move, you know. No, but yeah, no, I hear you when that when they get Molly maids, man. You know he ain't cheap. Well, I was I was thinking about the Molly maids. Like maybe I shouldn't do that, <laughs> but I'm just like, no, it's still it's still worth my time. I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and knock that out because they they gonna clean it better than I'm gonna clean it, and I ain't doing it. And yeah, where you can just like you can tell the wife like, "Hey, made it's made clean," you know, and because you knew you'd be like, "Man, I'm tired of doing this. I ain't, I ain't clean. I ain't get on the, my knees and clean this right. floor or whatever." Yeah, because we was do. talking like, about nah, coming when we came to this one. I was like, "Should we get them to clean this house out?" But I'm like, "Nah, that's way too much." Because they was like, "How much? What's the square footage?" And this house is is bigger than uh, than the other house, of course. So they was just like, "It was it was like twice as much." I'm like, "Nah, we good." Look at this wealth. No, Look at we this good. wealth right here, man. No wealth, man. Saving. But that's pretty much that was my week, man. So mm-hmm. blessed up out, out here, man. So that's it. I guess we forty minutes in almost, and we're just doing weekend blackness. I told yeah, you it was gonna be like it's gonna be long. Right, right. That's why we we only got a couple topics. We kept it topic short because we knew the weekend blackness was gonna be uh, pretty long. So good call on that yep. box, my Bobby. And yours was the shortest yep. too. So. Hey, I kept it. I kept my word this time. See? All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump into these topics. Of course, the number one topic, you know, we like talking about uh, Popo 
and how they treat the black folks, but we got a little bit of a twist this week because even though, you know, we talk about social justice a lot and we talk about how black people get treated by the cops, but understand that there are still black cops out there. And you might think that to be a black cop, that you get some of that privilege, some of that white privilege just comes over to you in the form of blue privilege, right? But this black cop found out the hard way that you're still black in America. So what happened, this was in Toledo, Ohio. There's a sheriff's deputy, Lucas County Sheriff's deputy by the name of Alan Gaston. So Mr. Gaston got a letter from the IRS uh, uh, about some some type of business. So he's like, okay, let me go. I got to go down here, handle this business. He went to the IRS. He's in full uniform. He's on duty. So he's in his full deputy sheriff uniform. Goes to the IRS building. You know, they got the metal detectors and all that. He's a cop. He's on duty. So he goes by. Boom. Goes up to the office. Where's I need it. I got this letter. Where do I go? Like, go to whatever, 7A goes to 7A, all of a sudden, security guard, happens to be a white man, sees the gun. Now, again, this man is in full police uniform. Security guard's like, whoa, you can't have that gun in here. I need you to go take that to the car. Cop's like, nah. Like, um, this is official police business. Not here can't for take your firearm off anyway, can you? <laughs> right. He's like, I can't. I'm on duty. I can't take my firearm off. <laughs> <laughs> not here for fun. I'm not over here hunting rabbits. I'm working. And the the, the security guard, this isn't a police officer, this is a top flight security guard. He says, No, you like you gotta go. You cannot be in here with a gun. This is an IRS building. This is a federal building. You cannot have that firearm in here. And the cops like, you know what? I don't got time for this. I'm just gonna go. Because I'm not about to argue with you right now. I'm going to just leave. I'll come back later. The security guard pulls out what? his gun, points it at the black officer, the sheriff deputy's back, and follows him all the way downstairs. In the elevator, gets in the elevator with him, got the gun pointed at him the whole time. They get down to the first floor. Now, somebody's called 911. Actually, I think the security guard called 911, or he told somebody to call 911 <laughs> on a cop. And did, so did his, his, uh, did his, uh, his walkie-talkie go off? <laughs> like, uh, you know, please respond. And he's just like, they talking about me. Like, that's, that's just awkward. I'm <laughs> right, already here. Right. They talking about me. So, yeah. So, long story short, they get down to the lobby finally, and the police, like, have now gotten there. And the police are like, they see this cop and the security guard. They're like, what's up? Like, who are we looking for? <laughs> and, and the security guard's like, him. Like, this black cop. I told him he can't come in here with his gun. So that's that's basically the story. I don't know if you guys got a chance to read it or what do you think about it. Uh, this cop in full officer regal gets a gun put on him. And the dude literally pointed at his back the whole way out of the building. Man, on top of that, but not only that, was like yelling you know, he's got a gun, wow. he won't leave. Like, man, that, right. that could have went way yeah. south, man. Like, some some other cops roll up in there and like, oh, this, you know, they, they just come around the corner blasting, man. They think this dude, you know, got a gun and fire him. It's, it's nothing like the case. This dude just walking in, just in his regular uniform, man, like doing nothing, you know, so. Right. Man, it's, it's wild. Well, I don't wild. expect, I don't expect the security guard not to, you know, question the dude a little bit. You got to, you got to check his ID and all that kind of stuff. But 
come on, man, like you gotta you gotta fall back. Let let the real cops <laughs> handle their business. I'm sure uh, you know he, if you well, I don't know. I guess you could fake a police badge. I don't really know, but uh, if you're security, you should know how these things work. So yeah. Oh yeah, and well, I mean, you like, definitely, you definitely gotta check the cop, check his badge or whatever credentials. You don't want just some fool dressed up as a cop coming in. But once you do that, and I don't even think he was a person that was checking. I think he had already checked in, and this dude was just like on a different floor. But either way, once you know that the guy's a cop, like you, you got a gun pointed at his back. Like the dude said, the officer said he thought he was gonna get shot in the back. Cause he knew this guy was pointing a gun at his back the whole time, and he just kind of resigned to himself, like I'm about to get shot. And that's crazy. nuts to me. That's nuts to me. I'd be like, yo, that, that fight or flight situation would kick in right then. Like I'm, I'm run. I'm either running or I'm gonna kick this dude right square in the face, man. I'm, I'm gonna go down shooting. If you, if somebody think I'm gonna shoot me, no, nah, man, I can't just walk away in the, now, in the back. I have. Too, uh, I used me. to work uh, internship at Social Security Administration uh, in my younger days, and there was. There was times where the police came in to do their own personal social security business and they had on their full uniform with their gun. They would check their ID. Literally, they look at their badge, look at their uh, actual picture ID, and then they would slide them around the, uh, the metal detector and they would come in and do their business and leave. It was simple. I mean, it, it happens sometimes. Not a not a whole lot, not an everyday thing, but they didn't always know the cop. So uh, y'all, you thinking uh, race played an issue in this Ishmael? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think so. If, you, if you're if you a security guard, I think, and I've never been a security guard, so I'm assuming here, um, but I think that you are trained to defer with officers, you know, with police officers. You There's a different way, like you said, at your old job, there's a different way that you handle police officers. So I feel like he saw this black man with a gun, it, it it plays somewhat of a role. Maybe it didn't play the whole role, but like Paul said, he's yelling at the guy, he's got a gun, he won't leave, yeah. he's got a gun. Who else do you see screaming at? You see cops screaming at, do they scream at with white perpetrators? He's got a gun. Probably not. No, it usually happens with black folks. So I feel like this dude, I really feel like he wants to be a cop. Don't like all security guards want to be cops? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, he's a security guard. He, he maybe he wasn't able to pass that test, or he, you know, for whatever reason, he couldn't get through the force. And look at a lot of these guys that um, are going down. Now we're finally starting to see some cops get arrested. Who was that? Um, what's that in the news recently where a cop got arrested or got fired? Somebody got fired today. Uh, oh, uh, the dude the, who was the AOC uh, stuff. The yeah, one that's saying posting about AOC needs a bullet. Got fired. Yeah, that's so pretty cut and dry there. The that's standard crazy. for getting into the force, and I know the cops are going to be mad at me. They probably already hate me. If you got any cop listeners, sorry, you're going to hate me. But the standards <laughs> of being a cop these days is pretty low. So if you can't make it in. Haven't they always been? What does that mean? <laughs> Haven't they always been low? A little bit. <laughs> You know, I think they just need to do psych evaluations, though, for real. I think it's, it's a certain kind of people. You either a, a, a good person trying to trying to uh, do good in the world, or stop bad in the world, or you just one of these psychopaths who, who want to um, just want to have a gun and have the power. So you gotta, it's hard to weed those people out because they're good at good at faking it. But yeah, the the problem with that is like it sounds like an easy solution. Let's do psych evaluations. 
but you have to remember that the evaluator has a big role in it. You have an evaluator who is whatever, a little bigoted or just, you know, don't really like black people. Like they may not interpret a certain act or answer as racist because that's how they feel. They're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And we, we're in a society where black people were just thought of as lesser or brown people are thought of as lesser. I mean, you look no further than them locking up kids at the border, how uh, the president is talking about the right. squad. Now they a squad. You know, talking about need to go back home and how his supporters said, go, but go home. We're seen as less lesser than human. So even if you have this um, this test, this evaluation test, it still depends on the eyes of who's doing the testing. They've been talking about that a lot with um, genetics. You know, how, how you got all these companies now that do DNA testing. But they say it's still DNA? like the What's science that? is kind of rigged because of people behind I've the science. I've not heard that. The racist gene. Preconceived oh. notions. The, 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 descript- the, the, What's yeah, the, the purpose, What's the purpose of a company doing a DNA <laughs> test? I've never heard this before. You said, yeah, what's like the what are they trying? What are they looking for? Well, the way they're doing it now is like, and you know, they're popping up all over the place. But the big thing is, like, they they tell you your history, like where your ancestors are from. They, they're looking up to tell you where you are. <laughs> 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 right, <laughs> right. But the thing is, is it really doesn't even tell you that. Like, that's that's how they all market it. That's how they do it. But really what it does is, okay, when they DNA test all these people, like today they get a genetic makeup of where these people live today. Right. So then they look at, uh, I guess, similarities between your DNA characteristics. And they say, okay, well, you're 5% from... Um, India because you have these traits that these people in India have but that's where those people are living now so it's not even really fully science and I don't want to I don't want to try to explain it too much because I'm not a scientist and I probably sound stupid explaining it but it's not it really what they say it is because it's they didn't DNA test these people from a thousand years ago a hundred years ago they're just DNA testing these people in the last whatever 20 30 years so that's Five really the data years, yeah. that they're doing but they're just making inferences from that because they can guess on okay this is related to a lot of people in this area so you're probably from here this is related to a lot of people from this area so you're probably from here mm. okay i'm gonna have to look i'm gonna have to read up on that, that, that what they do that, what, no what they, i'm gonna tell you what they're doing ron they they they're doing the one one drop <laughs> test that's what they're doing they're doing a genetic one drop test one drop right. one drop of blackness Oh, we're lazy. We can't hire you. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna find nowhere to send you to. I just don't. I just lazy. don't see a, an actual reason that they could come up with that even one uh, percent makes sense for, of what they're looking for in the DNA test to hire somebody at all. So I don't see how well, that passed. Like a lot of the ads, a lot of the ads that these companies do, what they do is they'll say. Um, there was one recently where they got a panel of people. It's like you get a panel of bigots together, right? And they're like, okay, um, where are you from? Oh, I'm from France. Are there any people that you really dislike or that you really don't rock with? Ah, you know what? I don't really like Germans. And they're like, oh, really? Why not? Eh, you know, those Germans, I just, 
the way they act. And they're like, okay, what about you? Box wine poppy, where are you from? Oh, I'm from, you know, what Cuba. I'm Puerto Rico. Like, oh, anybody you really don't like, eh, you know what? I really don't like them Indian people. I'm like, oh, why not? And then they do the test and they're like, okay, you're 10% Indian or you're 10% German or whatever. And then they try to say, okay, well, now that you know you have this DNA in you, like you won't be racist oh. against those people. Okay. So I think that's the idea. At least that's how they market it. Like, oh, let's let's be less racist because we all have so everything in us. What I'm seeing it says that uh, genetic testing is allowed as long as it's part of a voluntary wellness program and reasonably promotes health and prevents disease. So they kind of like trying to tell you like what could what could go wrong with you genetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some companies. Yeah, they'll try to tell you what um, health risk that you have so that's just that wouldn't even help you on your insurance that's just gonna make your insurance be higher so no i don't i don't buy that either okay <laughs> all right well i was just curious interesting so, yeah we got, got that's all right track uh, nobody that, if yeah, i don't know i'm sure some people great. didn't know so and then the crazy thing is is now some of those dna companies are cooperating with law enforcement so it's like if you got a case They'll go to these people and say, we got this DNA, you know, we weren't able to test it or we tested it. We couldn't find anything. We want to use your database to match up with this DNA that we have. And they've actually done this with people. So they have cold cases from like 20, 30 years ago, whatever the case is. They send it to this DNA company. The DNA company will run it against all the people who have filled out DNA tests with them, they'll come back with matches and say, okay, we found, we don't know who this person is, but we got their third cousin. This is the information. They go to the third cousin, talk to them, figure out their relation, and, like, they've caught criminals like that. So that's a big thing now in the news is, like, the privacy concerns of whether law enforcement should have the right to these people who are doing Ancestry.com, 23andMe, yada, yada, yada. Listen, all I know is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this, this 23andMe Ancestry.com work down to you know, Tulum, Mexico and, 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 and look up all the illegitimate children of my man Phenom <laughs> down there. Because I know there's about seven or eight down there. He told him he, he was in the NBA. He told me he was trying to get back in the NBA. And, and, and now there's like, there's like 15 kids named, named uh, you know, Malik down there or something like that, that, you know, that that's just hooping and dunking and rapping on folks in Mexican and hey, Spanish. Mexican. Statue of limitations for child support is over. It's over. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on to this next topic. Very interesting, though. So, all right, yeah. Uh, let's close. Yeah, this okay. So this next one. Let me let me just let me just pose a situation to y'all. Y'all tell me how y'all respond. So it's early morning. You know, maybe a Sunday morning. You know, you're trying to get to church, whatever like that. You go to the grocery store, like we all need to do. You got to get some breakfast items. Maybe maybe some you know a couple things for for after church, whatever. You go in there and you see three open lanes at a very nice Publix. We all been to shop at Publix, hopefully. Publix is definitely dope. Uh, and you see three so open lanes. Deal, baby. Sorry. And there's one lane that has, you know, that's the express lane, 20 items or less. And you go there and you see a lady at the, at the checkout counter. And she clearly has more than 20 items. Now, I'm going to pose a question to you, brothers. What would you do in this situation? You see there's three open lanes and there's one lady at the at the express lane that has 20 items or more. What what, how, what would your uh, reaction to that situation be? Generally, I mean, it happens. I mean, it's annoying, 
And sometimes, you know, if you only got a couple items, you want to get through the line. But I wouldn't make a big deal out of it, man. Just just check her out and hurry up. Right. But, but now, I, open now lanes, keep I'm just yeah, going to the open lanes. lanes. True. Her, say, she busy over there? Let me go to the open one. Right. So, so, you're, so you're basically saying, hey, if you see there's three three lanes, two are empty, and one lady's at the express lane that she, when she shouldn't be, you're just going to go about your business and go to the yeah, empty yeah. lane, right? Yeah, I right. could look for one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We finally had a lead. My Ryan bad. I probably Thank wasn't you. listening. <laughs> 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 Ryan, so geez. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Order, he, he, Ryan over here ordering pizzas and Because it still ain't showed up. Because it still ain't showed up like I told y'all was going to happen. This place sucks. No, you know that. So, okay, but... But this 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 gentleman, and he's a brother. I'm gonna go ahead and say he's not not of the black delegation, but of the brown delegation. Allegedly, this gentleman uh, decided, "Hey, let me settle this lady's hash here. Let me <laughs> let me just go. Let me let me let her tell her about herself." He could have, you know, took a left, hooked a left, went to the Publix line that was totally empty, and you know, been up out of there and about his day. Instead, my man decides to get in the line and get into this lady's grill about why she has. More than 20 items in the express lane. We've all been there, fellas, right? But I, we, we've never actually said anything to anybody, right? You're just kind of like, okay, well, I'm stuck behind this lady. I'm just going to keep it moving for a couple of extra minutes or whatnot. But in this case, uh, I guess this lady happened to be a, uh, I guess she was a, was she a, a, a state sen- a state congressman or state, a state senator, I guess she was, from, from Cobb County, Georgia. Uh, so he got into this lady, and they went at it. And he started reading her the riot act about why she's in there. And of course, as being a black lady who was with her little kid, and I guess she's like nine months nine pregnant. Months she got pregnant. she got back into it with, with him, which is wild. If you watch the if you see the video, she is at least seventy pounds heavier than him and a good three inches taller. So she could have like beat the the living daylights out of this man if she if she needed to, even if she is nine months pregnant. But anyway, this dude. He, he he started cursing at her, all the stuff like that. Called her. A, he, he even willingly admits he called her a bee. Goes outside, drops his stuff in his car after he checks out, and then comes back and gives her what? more. <laughs> he comes back to give her more action. Yo, this is, this is, I'm that telling you the right. truth. That's what happened, right ish? So, this dude, he, go, he curses her, they get into it, he leaves, comes back, get, and they get into it more. And then he starts calling her like a, a, I don't know, a lazy bee or some kind of bee. But allegedly, she catches, she says, she claims that he told her to go back to her country, is what, he, what she said. And then, then she posted a video online on Twitter, basically saying, you know, crying, snot bubbles coming out of her nose, blah blah blah, saying, saying this dude was telling, you know, being racist, telling her, you know, go back to your country, blah blah, and go something like that to that effect. So you think, okay, do you think that's enough right there, or should we, should we, should we, should we, should we keep going on this story? Yeah, that's wild enough, right? Okay, yeah, so that's, that's wild good. enough. We can open up for discussion, and then sure, you know, add any other. Uh, details or information. So, Ryan, had you heard this story, or it sounded like you you kind of just hearing this? Um, this is the first time I've heard the details about it. Like I said, I'm, I've been my head been inside boxes, uh, Pauls. Uh, for... <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so uh, I I ain't really looked up uh, till today. I think I heard like a commercial with uh, Charlemagne and them this morning, where they was kind of talking about it. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean. People got to realize that life is too short. You don't have time to be arguing with people. Like, just just let it go. It's cool. I'm not going to argue with you, especially if it's other lanes. Now, I understand if you at the at the, uh, at the Florissant uh, Walmart and there's 18 lines open and all the lines are going back into the back to the underwear section. 
because nobody can get through and it's Christmas every time you go up in there, then I totally get it. You know, you frustrated because you came in with two items like I did one time and me and my son stood in that line for 45 minutes in the express lane. That's trash. So, you know, if you're having a bad day, you might you might uh, go off a little bit. But if you had other options, man, you just you just want to start something with somebody. Yeah, Thanks. and I think at least from what I got with the story, I think the guy, like he saw her in the line with all the groceries or whatever. He went up to, at least this is kind of what he says, he went up to the employees, you know, and basically snitched, you know, like, hey, look at her. She got more, you know, uh, more groceries than uh, the limit for the express lane. And they basically told him, like, hey, there's nothing we really do. You know, like, we can't really enforce that. We, you know, it's a suggestion. But they told him, he claims they told him, you know, like, you can go say something, but it's not, you know, we can't take her out the line or whatever. So he he did actually go through, pay for his stuff in a quicker line, and was leaving out. And then when he got outside, that's when that, you know, whatever he said, his brown delegation, white delegation, whatever it is, that's when the snitching him came up. And he's like, you know what? Like, I cannot <laughs> allow this injustice. <laughs> like, this black lady clearly got Breaking 22 items. I think it was supposed to be like 11 or less. And so that's when he went back and, you know, had these words with her. And it was quite convenient because the next, I think it was the next day they talked to him. I think they went to talk to her, but he came up and told his side of the story. No, she, so she, she posted another video, video where it looks like they're talking the to the news about it. No, yeah, no, no. So, so she posted the video like after the encounter and she's like crying and she's talking about like he told her to go back home. So then the net, and then, you know, of course, she's like a congresswoman or, in, you know, a state, state senator or whatever rep. she is, yeah, yeah. state rep. So then she, then she starts having press conferences. So, the, so the, the news crew is like, is like posting, you know, hey, we're going to be on, on live on location with this lady, you know, to take her statement, you know, get, you know, get a, she, she's making this into a story. Right. And so the dude gets wind of this because I guess he's on Twitter or social media. This man rolled. This man wild. He rolled up to the news conference him, right. and ran up on ran up on her. Was like, "No, you lying. You lying. Don't don't, don't you slander my name." And my man, my man, kind of he kind of did kind of did his thing, man. He, I mean, he, he said what he said. He, he didn't back down. He was like, "I called you a b, but I never called, said no racist stuff to you." And but, then it but, came out. Go ahead, go ahead. But this was an interesting thing about me. So when he's telling his side of the story, like. He recorded what she said or he recited what she said, like word for word. And then she said to me, you know, whatever, you, you know, yeah. stupid, stay out of my way. He's like, and then I said, you know, something to her. I really don't remember what I said. But then she said to me, and he'll be very specific in what she said. But right. every time it was something he said, it's like, oh, and I said something back to her. I don't really remember. And the only thing he really confessed to was when he's like, I, I called her the B word. I did call her the B word. <laughs> but everything else was the so hazy. But his memory was so pristine when it came to what she did. Oh, and then she made a 35-degree turn to the <laughs> Right, and lifted her Cheerios, and I said something to her, you know, like hey, I, I don't really remember what I said. And then she took a step with her left foot and lifted the two percent milk that was three ninety nine, but on sale. Like, dude, like clearly you just trying to make yourself look like the yeah. innocent uh, non-white victim. 
but but Twitter did its its thing and like researches dude. Apparently, this dude is not like a Trump lover. This dude was like an anti-Trump dude. You know, he's he, 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 he stuff like that. And then, but then after that, like after the press conference, and it was crazy. The press conference was crazy because she was right there and she was. You know, she wanted to smack fire out this dude because the dude's standing right there and he is <laughs> he is tiny compared to her. Like I said, she's got him by at least seventy pounds and she's at least a good three inches taller than her. But then she walked it back. She walked back. What did she do? She, she walked back. There's a video of her saying, like, he basically, you know, basically saying, admitting that he didn't say go back home, go back to your, go back home to your country. He may have said, like, go home or something like that. That's all she said. But that's, she, she walked it all back. I'm like, man, it's, it's just, are we, you know, are we, is it Jesse Smollett kind of, kind of thing where, like, you know, you're just trying to hype this kind of stuff up for clout because you know it's going to get clicks in, in this, you know, this era we're in right now where people are, you know, telling people to go back home and things like that. It's just, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, they're both nasty if if, if that side of the part of it's true, but but yo, man, I, I was definitely I was definitely tripping off the story this whole weekend, man. I was like, I was definitely rolling, man. Yeah, it's going back and forth. My biggest thing is like, you're a jerk for even going oh, and having that argument. Like 100%. the fact with that a woman, you were walking out the store, you stopped. Like maybe even maybe even in the heat of the moment where you see her, like Ryan said, it's it's hot. You're late for getting home. If it's a situation like that, you're just like, man, what like what are you doing, lady? And then she say something back to you. If it happened that way, I might be like, oh yeah, I get it. Like it's still a bit much, but I get it. But no, you left the store. Like you oh, were yeah. outside the little um, the little sensors, the theft sensors. Like you made it past that, and then you're like, wait a minute. This black bee, I can't let her get away with that. Like no, a pregnant like, lady at that man with a right, little kid with other, another kid with another kid with it, man. Like who? Like man, what kind of animal are you, man? Like what kind of sick? I don't care what you know who you what what who you political party you for, man. It's just like man, we all sit there and been in the, in the checkout line and somebody like in 2019 writing a check and you like, man, what are you doing? Right, pulling out a checkbook in 2019? It takes 20 minutes to <laughs> right. Like, oh, but that dude I'm not gonna pay with a check. You know yeah, that. but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not especially look. Yo, first of all, Publix is dope, man. Like Publix is the, is the nicest grocery store, man. The people will get you about it. They're quick. They be running over there to take your bag, man. Like, look, I I never saw Ryan in his schnooks days, but I'm sure Ryan in his schnooks days couldn't <laughs> hold a candle to nobody at Publix. They be sitting there bagging stuff up. They be out there in the in the parking lot, man. They be fighting over them damn uh carts. Like, let me let me get those in for you. Let me t- let me take that for you. So man, like this dude is just tripping. But I, I was honest, the, the lady had a clear win. She could have, you know, posted her video talking about this dude called her a B, and she would have got all the clout she wanted. But why right. did she go and and try to make it into like a, a MAGA thing, a go back to your country when that apparently did not happen? I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it did not 100 did not happen, but it, it it's looking increasingly likely like it didn't happen. And so like it's just it's just man, it's, it's a weird era where you know, people are trying to get clout off this you know this social social justice stuff, man. It's just it's just she and she's and she did a Justice Smollett man because she's she you know there, there's there's real people getting told go back home go do this do that and this lady you know she hyping it all up so for political gain for herself man it's but just, I I wouldn't put it in the the Jesse category because Jesse like that whole thing was seemingly manufactured. You know, like, yeah, that's yeah, a plot that's from the get-go. Like, okay, you guys come. You jump me. We're going to do – like, with this situation, you have words. Y'all going back and forth. Like you said, yeah. he might have told her to go home. And then she's seeing all the stuff on the news about them saying go back home. And she just assumed, okay, this dude is racist too. I mean, he looked – if you looked at him and you saw yeah, him coming back, yeah. you would be like, this dude racist. Like, he just looked like a racist <laughs> dude. 
Yeah, but so but this, I is, can this is the thing. Understand. We got a little miscommunication. Y'all both mad. Y'all both cussing at each other, and it didn't really need to happen. So it's not on the Jesse level. But like you said, she really okay. You put the social media stuff out right. That blew up. Let it go there. Like I I'd leave it there. That's a win for me. But now you're going back trying to do interviews. You're probably trying to build a little bit of a national reputation. Fundraising off it. Elections yeah. coming up. You're like, oh, I can go from state rep. Maybe I could be the actual rep, the U.S. rep. Or maybe I could be the senator. Maybe I can get this bid. I don't know if that's what she was on, but you you didn't need to push it further. If it was sketchy, just take that win and, and go about your business. Yeah, the one thing you can learn from just Smollett though in this situation is die with the lie, baby. Don't if, look, man. If you if you done told the lie, die with it, man. Go to your grave with this lie. Do not sit there and walk it like just because you on the camera and and you start walking it back. When you walk it back, it's like everybody the whole thing just falls apart. And everybody like, oh, see, you right. just we, we were rooting for you, and now you you just you just trash. So die with the lie, baby. Not till I die. Look at look at. Look at Trump, man. Trump denied everything, and it, 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 he's bulletproof, man. But this lady, she just—I'm twenty years from now. Anybody, if I even remember who this lady is, I'm be like, oh man, she she didn't die with the lie, so she's trash. Fair. But second of all, can can we ha- when we have these incidents out there, there? There's legitimate incidents out there in the world where things happen, and, and like the corporation needs to be held accountable. But in this situation, like I don't understand like all the slander for Publix and like what's Publix going to do? How is Publix going to make amends for this this situation? How how are they going to rectify that? What the hell did Publix do? Publix ain't that man. Publix, they, they two customers in there and they had a beef and whatever transpired, transpired. Like there are certain situations where I, I like, hey, OK, the corporation does have some blame. But like these things, I'm like, yo, like why does Publix keep getting dragged? Like these companies keep getting dragged and it's like they, it's not their employees involved. It's just like two regular people just happen to be in the in, in the space that's company owns and they, right. they beefing. Like I don't understand this whole like Sean King, you know, like, oh, Publix, what are you going to do? How are you you going to come out against us? Like, like, what, what, uh, yeah, Publix is going to come out like, hey, we don't want our customers being mean to each other. But like, what, what, what do, what do people want from people, from companies? Like, hey, we got to, we, we got to take ownership of anything, any situation that ever happens on our property. Like, is that, is that really what we expect? I, I just don't get that whole part of it, man. Maybe y'all yeah. can explain it to me. I, I didn't see the Sean King thing. I mean, I, I can, I can see him wanting Publix to take a stand the thing where I draw issue is when people are all about like the quick boycotts. Like it seemed like we're just lazy. We don't we don't get the debt. When we see a story like it was like, oh, boycott Publix. Like Publix ain't had nothing to do it. What are you talking about? I remember, you know, situations here where something, anything could happen, whatever, at the Walgreens. People like, oh, boycott Walgreens. Somebody got shot there. Like, Wal- did Walgreens shoot them? Right. Like, no, what are you talking about? So, yeah, you have to be intelligent enough to just don't try to boycott everything Publix, yeah. they in the clear if you mad be mad at one of these people look i'm being in Publix tomorrow buy me some cupcakes don't <laughs> don't try to tell me nothing look if y'all want to y'all want to uh cancel me because i'm going up in there i cancel me because i'm gonna be i'm gonna be happy with my cupcakes out of there man there with 24 items in the express yo, lane yo that bakery is fire man that, man them people be man them ladies be bagging you uh checking you out of there and they be like little cute little chicks in there just be like running over like hey let me let me Want paper and plastic, sir? Let me put this in there. And they'd be, they'd be putting nasty. that mess in there quick, man. Now Publix we know fire, why box wine poppy goes in Publix. Right. Oh, yes. 100%, man. 100%. All right. Dope, Let's yo. wind this down. Ryan, you got you got one more topic, a little lighter-hearted topic. Why don't you go ahead and, and bring Do that together? Do we want to talk about this? Oh, we can talk about this. 
And then I'm gonna probably get this. I'm gonna get this extra topic off on this local Papa John's that I just ordered from. Uh, after we talk about this, because uh, <laughs> still waiting on that pizza. <laughs> Matter of fact, um, let's trash it. Let's trash this next topic. I'm about to talk about what's going on right now in my life. So, oh, fresh. So remember, Breaking I told news. y'all at the dun, beginning. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah, hot. hot out right. It ain't gonna be hot by <laughs> right the time so I, I, uh, we just moved here. So like I said, we living out of boxes. Um, I, uh, I guess this particular house is uh, goes to the Halls Ferry location in St. Louis. If you're from St. Louis, you know what I'm talking about. It's the fluorescent location, but it's on Halls Ferry Road. And uh, I was looking uh, to see who delivers this pizza. My wife said, hey, order some pizza before you do the podcast. I'm like, cool. We've been on this podcast for over an hour now hour and 11 minutes i ordered right when we started just about an hour still not here so i decided i was like hey i'm gonna mm. check this out and see where it's tracking it's been saying it's on its way and said it would be here at 9 43 it is now 10 32 still not here <laughs> so i decided hey i was just you know i knew I, I previously had problems with this location because i used to live uh two years ago at a different house that delivered from that location and i had problems with it so I, I was kind of upset about it because I remember I told you, Ish, I said, man, it's that Hall's Ferry location. I'm probably never going to get this piece. Now, right. that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> but I was like, hey, that was, uh, you know, at least two years ago. And I stopped ordering there probably two years before that. So it's been like four years. Maybe they got their stuff together. But apparently not. <laughs> I go on their Facebook page to check out the uh, the reviews and wh- what review do I see on here? May the 4th, 2015. It's me, Ryan. And he has a review <laughs> on here of one star. I'm going to read this to you because this is what happened last time. This piece of location is a disgrace. I've lived in this area for four years now. And each and every time we order pizza, there is a problem. The order is wrong. And it always takes over an hour and a half to two hours at least. And this time was no different. Each time I'm told that they are short people. I don't even believe it anymore. Every single time I order. Question mark. Tonight I called five times. Asked to speak to the manager. Five times I was placed on hold for eight minutes each. Then I finally yelled (laughs) at hold on. And placed on hold again for another four minutes until LaShonda, quote unquote, the manager is put on. She did nothing. The same song and dance about a credit uh, or coming to get the pizza or getting my refund. And I'm told that every time. What I- <laughs> ish, ish, I just want, ish, I want you to, I want no. you to keep this in mind because Brian is literally one step away from being this that dude in public. This is four hours. Four years ago. This is four years ago I wrote this. I forgot this even happened. Four, four years, but look. You, you didn't look, read I your own have. review, man. <laughs> but listen to me. Listen to me, Ryan. Listen to me, Ryan. Like, look, in my 40 years of life, I've never written a, a, a review on anything on anything. No matter how terrible it is, I'm never gonna. <laughs> I'm never gonna take the Yo, time to write anything because I'm like, man. I screw said that. I lived like, in this I'm, place I'm, for I'm four, hours, four years. I can't ride four with you when I definitely leave. Four years that has been going on. So I thought this might help. I'm just gonna go public with it and I'm put it on a Facebook page. So. Then look below. Listen, Who comments listen. after that? Me again. And I say, of course, no one ever responded <laughs> to my complaint from corporate. And I called corporate. <laughs> Facebook page, I called oh, see, corporate. See and you still suck in 2019 when you sucked in 2015. How is this possible? Ish. 
Listen to this man. This man calling corporate. He leaving. He leaving Yelp reviews. Right. This, this, this dude's nasty, man. Look, look. People out there. People out there in the, in the world. We all have bad customer service experiences. We all have bad situations. Just get over it, man. Like, it, it don't. It, this, the, the situation was bad enough for you. You don't really need to spend another hour like documenting it and going through like what Lawanda said to you nah, and man. how the manager. This is every time. time. This, like, is I'm not, good. this is I'm not. This is not a one time deal. This is every time. This other girl just posted on July 20th. Mm. She says the same thing. She said, I guess since the CEO is racist and doesn't like black people, he will not deliver to any pre- predominantly black areas. She said, I just had my order to uh, <laughs> deliver no problem on 712 and I tipped. And she said, food was great. Then I placed an order on 718 and they canceled it, saying that they only have one driver. And then she says, uh, uh, then another time she said she got it and it took it took way over an hour. So it's just that location. Yeah, anything, as soon as you said Hall's Ferry, I knew that wasn't going to work out well. Hall's Ferry <laughs> is just all bad nowadays. Uh, sorry, folks who live on or near Hall's Ferry, but stuff just ain't going to be right out Right. There. And I will tell you that a way to out-cheap y'all, we had the flexes earlier, Paul talking about out-cheaping. I out-cheap you, Ryan, because I don't never get pizza. You always go up there. Now they got delivery fees. I agree, man. I totally agree, but I just do it. No, I go carry out every time. 100%. No, 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 I'm telling you, now, Ish, I don't know, when you were in New York, did you Uber? Did you Uber anywhere? Did did you finally get on the Uber bandwagon? We, We Ubered from the airport to the Airbnb and back to the airport, and we Ubered from the Airbnb to the hotel. But for the most part, we took the subway or we took the bus or we just walked. But we I took we took Uber probably four times uh, well, while Ryan, we were there. Well, Ryan, I'm telling you, man, the experience can be a lot better. Get get the Uber Eats, man, Uber or just call, or just call the local Chinese restaurant. Remember remember back I don't in Christmas, want nobody. When, when, when I don't want my food some being food, in somebody man. else's the, car, man. I don't know them. Yo, the they straight know the pizza, the pizza man. man is at least that's yeah, his word, job. They do it all the time. I'm not doing some random dude. He didn't even get checked out. No. Fam, they fine, Listen, man. Just, just or give, give him an extra thing of fries. You straight, man. You on Hall's Ferry. I no, would trust cool. the Uber man or woman much more than I would trust the person who's working at that Papa John's yeah, that Papa on John's Hall's stretch. Ferry. No shade to no, them. No, all shade to them. Don't pull back your don't shade. Have the best don't pull back your there, shade. Right? You you think the Vietnamese dude that's on the bike at ten o'clock at night in the hood? Yo, first of all, I'm living in the hood. Is any safer than the Uber Eats man? So that's not the case. Well, if your pizza, if your if if your local pizza places is too scared to come they out, ain't there, scared. They, they ain't scared. <laughs> they just suck. They just, they just suck. It's nothing scary out here. It's nothing happening. It don't make no sense, man. Yo, man. I, I, all I'm telling you, man. Get, look, call, call a Chinese restaurant, better service, or Uber Eats. Uber Eats, man. It's it's straight, man. The price, and you get get so many options, man. Like it's it's whatever you want, and they bring it right to you, man. It's, it's straight. Forget the delivery driver there, man. Get the Uber Eats. Get the pizza from the Uber Eats. You can do that, man. At least you know it's coming, and you can track it. You ain't got to sit there and just be like. Okay, 30, 45 minutes later, are they coming? No, nah, man. Uber Eats, you can see on the map how far away they are, when they're going to arrive, and they pull right up to you and drop it off, and you straight, man. You, and you don't even have to pay them nothing. Uber Eats, Grubhub, you got to do one of them. Do it, man. Pop John's folks, they ain't getting it. Word. All so. the restaurants got it nowadays, man. Much more options that way too, Ryan. Do it, man. You got, you, got, you, you, in, you in that 1987 thinking. <laughs> Get out of that. All right. Right. So, listeners, let us know what do you do? How do you get your 
uh, fast food restauranting on? Do you order delivery? Do you go do the carry out? Do you use Uber Eats? Do you use Grubhub? How do you get your greasy, fatty, ridiculous, bad for you food? I go pick it up. Ryan orders delivery. Box Wine Poppy does Uber Eats. What do you do? Hit us up. You can email us your responses at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook at the Black Delegates Podcast. Put that in search. Take you right to the page. We are also on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between black and delegates. You could hit up Ryan directly. Tell him how to use these food services at the Black Ryan on Twitter. Box Wine Poppies at Box Wine Poppy on Twitter, and I'm on Twitter and the gram at Ish Creates. That's I S H Creates. Paul, if people have stuck through this entire long episode, what can they do to help us? Yo, definitely to to send us listeners. Definitely send us some reviews, man. That's what we want to hear. Review us, rate us, and subs- rate us and review us on whatever podcast app you're listening to this to. We've had some good five star reviews, but we want a few more. So please now, get those up. Now, Box Wine Pop, let, mm-hmm. let's, let's take a breath. I know we whining now, but you're telling people to review the show, but you just told people a second ago, don't review right. the food places. How right. does that make sense? Damn, you're right. But damn, I didn't think about that. <laughs> okay, you caught me. I, can't, I got no really good answer to that, but I'm just going to change gears like this. Hey, if y'all got any public slander, come in my DMs and I'm going I'm to fight you. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm name the time place. I will fight you for over Publix. Publix is dope. Don't, I don't want to hear any public slander from any of y'all out there on Twitter. All right, Ryan, last words? Like Papa John say, it's on its way. It's still on its way. I'm still waiting. The app is still spinning. Oh, it just said delivered, and nobody's actually at my house. Because I have the <laughs> ring doorbell. I know you're not at my door. So why does the app say delivered? Look, you hear that little subtle flex you try to do us? I got the ring the doorbell. None of us she else, nobody else got it. Oh, look at this dude. She left it. She hooked me up. Listen, oh, Ryan, checking, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. First of all, look, it's I'm Papa lost. John's. As soon as they found you, you were the new owner and you're black, they said, oh, man, we, we ain't delivering that piece for three hours. That's, I'm that's on how a live view. Go. I, got, I got no notification. <laughs> Nobody's at my door, but it was delivered. You suck, Papa John's. They, 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 they looked at the reviews of your reviews and saw you don't tip. No, that's like, never the case. Going. Tip the piece Hold on. Now, but legit question. Do they have the current address? No, I, put the, right, I put the right address on there. That's why I got to use this whack location. Because okay. at my old house, I didn't have to. I used a different location. And they was always on time. Got it, got it, got it. Hot on around the corner, you suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop because I'm going to get angry at this. Well, right. sounds like you, it sounds like you better go in there and make some ramen noodles and call it a night. Not a wife going to be in the bad mood when I go upstairs, man. You ruining my night. You suck. All right. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out if Ryan ever Ryan's got his Papa right. John's pizza. If Ryan is still on the air mattress in the van. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. And stop.